Mike Morgan joining us here on Sports Talk. How much would it cost us to have you come to Myrtle Beach and do the play-by-play of the Touchstone Energy Cooperatives Bowl? Would you break our budget? Oh, no, not at all. You know, I did the Myrtle Beach. Uh, the Myrtle Beach. Myrtle the Boach. Myrtle Beach Bowl. <laughs> That's a whole other bowl game. I did the Myrtle Beach Bowl last year with one yeah. Eric McLean, yeah. the mayor, uh, and, and had a blast doing it. I would gladly do that bowl game again. But it's funny you mentioned the uh, – High school, I was talking about this the other day on uh, Inside the Gamecocks from the Chief Sports Network, which you're a proud yep. member of. Absolutely. Uh, I remember I used to do the state playoffs at Williams-Brice Stadium. They were broadcasted on ETV. Does ETV yep. still do that? <laughs> no, sir. No. They don't. Okay. So but it I, is I done. The, the, but the I remember those, finals Mike. are done over – uh, a network of stations in the state, over-the-air stations, commercial stations. It's the Sinclair okay. stations in our state. They do the games. Oh, good, good, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there's no reason that that should not be televised. So we we did it. Um, I I did it uh, two or three years. And the, the one I remember the most, and you'll remember this being the savant that you are uh, mm-hmm. on South Carolina high school sports, it was the Lexington Dorman game, and Demetrius Summers was the star, and he ran all over Dorman in the first half. I believe Lexington, and somebody's going to correct me on this. Again, this is almost 20 years ago, but Lexington had a huge lead at the half, and then Dorman came storming back in the second half and won. And I remember thinking that was a really fun game to call, one of my first football games on television. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Your recall is is pretty good. Before we get into some other things, I want to throw this at you and just because it's dominating like Chris was on the call today with Dabo Sweeney and Mark Stoops to preview the Gator Bowl, but all the conversation was about transfer portal. So as of Mm. this afternoon, according to On3, 1,426 football players (laughs) have entered the portal. And also today, the Attorney General – of West Virginia, Patrick Morrissey, filed a lawsuit uh, led by Ohio and filed in the Northern District of West Virginia. Well, he joined with six other states to sue the NCAA over their transfer rule. The complaint alleges the NCAA restrains athletes from marketing their labor in violation of the Sherman Act. In their complaint, he said they discussed the arbitrary and inappropriate way the NCAA has treated Raekwon Battle and other athletes. Every athlete must be treated fairly. No organization is above the law. In a separate filing, he said they are asking the court for a temporary restraining order against the NCAA to bar them from enforcing their transfer rule. So he is trying to get a ruling to let this guy play right away, obviously, and, of course, impact all transfers across the country. So what a tangled weave we uh, – what a tangled web we have woven here. I'm trying to get it right with what we're doing now with college sports. Uh, yeah. What kind of wood would a woodchuck wood if he could? I think you were going with that one, too. Um, that one, too, yeah. What a yeah, tangle web we weave. That's right. That's right. Yeah, good yeah, good line yeah. there. I like that one. Um, Thank you. No, I, I, I'm at the point now where, you know, the other one, of course, is the Charlie Baker uh, coming out and basically saying that uh, – 
you know, we need to start talking about making, basically treating these athletes as employees, although they're not using the word employees necessarily, and I, I have my own theory on why that is. Uh, but they're talking about giving a $30,000, whatever you want to call it, trust or something for mm. for college athletes. Um, you know, all these are great ideas in theory. But it, it, at the end of the day, I mean, basically players now are ruling the roost anyway. Like I, it's the timing of the, of the first lawsuit you mentioned, it's like, dude, what, what else do you want? Player, there's no salary cap. You get whatever you want. Uh, there's no limit on the NIL. You get to leave. You get to you get the NIL money, and then you don't have to sign a contract like a pro player does. So you don't have to really honor anything. You just you just kind of do what you do, and then you leave. I mean, look at the Juice Well situation. I'd love to know, Phil. Maybe you can do a little deep uh, dig deep <laughs> deep digging on this. <laughs> I almost said Dirk Diggler. That's a whole other story. Um, and and go ahead and figure out like how much money the Juice Wells make. Uh, while he was getting free physical therapy and being able to use the weight room and being, uh, you know, treated with the utmost care, uh, yeah. while virtually not playing, and and leading everybody along before he hits the transfer portal to try and make some extra bucks somewhere else, you know, I, I mean that's not in that's not even what NFL players can do. People say you want to be treated like a pro athlete. Well, that's not the way it works in the NFL. So yeah. I mean, right now. It, it, even if you were a proponent of college athletes getting more a bigger piece of the pie, I get it. But that this is not this is not at all uh, what is good for the sport. Um, and at, at some point, they're going to have to get some guardrail, some guardrail, some continuity, what have you. And we have none of that. It, it is the wild, yep. wild west. It's a runaway freight train. It's a, a rudderless ship. Uh, and I don't, I don't think that we're getting any closer to fixing it. And the coaches that I talk to, and I talk to several uh, in coaches' meetings and what have you, they all tell me the same thing. They, they have no objections to NIL money and, uh, and athletes getting compensation. You could make an argument that's the pay-for-play part of the equation. But the pay-for-stay, in other words, I'm going to give you all this, roll this out, uh, get you all this money, you're making well beyond market value. This is not true NIL market value. That's a hoax. Uh, but then we gotta then we gotta beg you to stay because you might leave for an extra fifty grand somewhere else. Like that's not it's not in the spirit of what this was all supposed to be about. No, of course not. And everything, every recruiting related rule in the history of the NCAA, nothing is uh followed in the spirit of how the the rule was was written but what we're really seeing now uh mike and i mean there's no hiding it now it's absolute um, bargaining it there's absolute bargaining going out there uh for players uh between the schools like you said retaining your current players you give them a figure and if they're not happy with it you know and they've got word that they can get more somewhere else then they're hitting the transfer portal john uh, we've got the case here in Columbia with Mario Anderson, the, the team's leading rusher. It's been reported that he's going to enter the portal. Uh, then some are saying, well, it's not over yet because South Carolina, you know, is still negotiating with him financially. Right. Uh, the number he's asking for is something that 
allegedly they're not willing to meet. The point is, based on the reporting, there's just outright financial negotiations taking place. And the more this thing, um, the longer this thing goes, the longer this is in place, this, this style, the more it becomes flat out evident that, the schools are having to pay and buy the players, whether it's their own players or those outside their program, and they they take players from other programs simply by buying them. Now that's what is. Let's just be that's truthful. Right. I, you know, it would be I, I would accept things a whole lot more if they would stop dancing around the fact of what they're actually doing. Just admit it. Just say it. Admit it. They don't want to call them employers. I'm sorry, employees. I guess there there are ramifications, but how can you continue to get around that? How can you co- – and you yeah. asked about Juice Wells. We've been going on the, the belief, because the source who told me this last summer should know, because he's involved in the NIL process, okay, that he was mm-hmm. given – he was making 800000 at South Carolina this past season. That was his deal, <laughs> 800000 Yeah. Now, you know, I trust this source. I don't – look – Cliff Ellis called for transparency yesterday in his retirement speech. That was he hammered that home. There's got to be transparency, um, and, and that's for the, the school's benefit. They he wants to know how much another school is offering one of his players because it's all being done secretly. This is as bad as the days when you just cheated and did things under the table. You don't know what you're up against. So that that was the information that we've always uh, leaned on when it came and to I, that situation. I, and I, that's that figure, by the way, I'm sure a lot of people's jaw dropped dropped when they first heard that out of your mouth. Um, it's not dropping. Mine's not dropping because I've heard similar type figures for similar type players. And we're at the point, I mean, you see how many established quarterbacks are in the portal. These aren't kids fighting for playing time. This is not like a Vandegrift leaving Georgia because Carson Beck might come back so he goes to Kentucky where he can know, he knows he can play right away. These are guys that are already the starting quarterbacks for their given schools and are just leaving because they know there's some extra money. Uh, And you mentioned just be transparent. I'll tell you something that no one's ever going to be transparent that's definitely going on, and that's tampering. You can't tell me that uh, that many of these kids that enter the portal and all of a sudden wind up somewhere, that there, there hasn't already been communication and again, if we want the pro model, just remember tampering is illegal. Mm-hmm. That yep, is. other coaches, other other assistant coaches, who knows, maybe even head coaches, are playing footsies under the table with players with other programs and saying, "Hey, look, if you come here, I can get you more money." That's got to be going on. That's got to be going on. Mike Morgan and Morgan on the move here with us tonight on Sports Talk. And uh, Mike dovetailing off of uh, Phil's comment about Cliff Ellis yesterday. First off, just wanted to get your thoughts about one of the Titans in college basketball uh, retiring in midseason, so to speak. And also a uh, follow-up to that is uh, he basically, as Phil pointed out, said in his statement yesterday that part of the reason he is leaving is being chased out by the transfer portal and NIL. And he's going to make it his mission to try and get some common sense legislation passed. Well, first off, I, I mean, and I've done a few of Cliff's games at multiple spots over the years. Uh, what a career, right? I mean, what a career. How many total wins for Cliff? I'm sure you got the number somewhere there. Over 900. Uh, over 900. Over, if you over count Cumberland, 900. if you count his wins at Cumberland, over 900. Of course, if you counted my wins as the coach of the uh, champion Latta Little League team back in uh, 19. 19- yeah. 
77, uh, then I would uh-huh. have about uh, 12, uh, 12 wins in my career. But go ahead. Well, let's count those, and I'll be damned if we're going to deny Cumberland wins on this program. I won't stand for it. Uh, <laughs> so let's count them. And well, how about Jim Harbaugh demanding – how about Jim Harbaugh demanding the six wins that Michigan got while he was sitting on his couch go on his record, go on his wins? <laughs> yeah, that ain't going to happen. But, you know, <laughs> the thing about Jim, Jim has no – I mean, he, he gives zero blanks about <laughs> what anybody thinks about him. No filter, no nothing. Just just break every rule imaginable. I, he doesn't care. It's like if, you, if you're really going to ban me, I'll just go to the NFL. Uh, that's the beauty of, of Jim. But, but no, Cliff's had a, a, a marvelous career. Now, uh, I mean, look, plenty of people have had uh, questions about Cliff Ellis' uh, recruiting practices over the years. We're being 100% honest. So, uh, but, that's, but that's in this situation, that's actually a good thing because you need somebody who knows all, where all the bodies are buried and all the tricks of the trade because now they're all under, under the light of day and they're legal, but that doesn't mean they're still be- they're not bad for the sport, given the way they're being done right now. So, I think Cliff would be a terrific uh, ambassador in that way, and I think he had one hell of a career. Okay, Mike, you're off to the NFL this weekend, or is it college? We got college hoops this weekend. We got LSU, Kansas State. Uh, remember, Kansas State was an Elite Eight team last year. They go to Baton Rouge. Coach McMahon in his second year. Uh, with the Bayou Bengals. We'll have a little NFL next week. The uh, Titans with C.J. Stroud, who's been phenomenal, and Will Levis and the Titans. So I'll be in Nashville uh, the following weekend to do some NFL. So the Bayou and the Music City next up for uh, Owen oh, uh, and, and Gainesville for a basketball game midweek. So uh, throw those three out there and put, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Quickly. Life is good, my friend. Life is put good. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Arkansas. <laughs> Hey, how about Rocket Sanders yeah, to South Carolina? Would you like to see that, Rocket Sanders in a Gamecock Absolutely. uniform? That, that's, well, look, uh, yes, there, there's no question. And and while uh, Mario Anderson, uh, I think, was a terrific story, um, look, there are, there are more naturally gifted players in the portal at his position. Mm-hmm. And you could make an argument, if you get Rocket Sanders, that might be one of them. Well, if I'm Mario, I mean, listen, I don't know the deal. I don't know all the background. I don't know anything, but my goodness. I, I also kind of question loyalty uh, of these players. And you mentioned Juice Wells and the fact that everything South Carolina did for him, and I told you the amount of money he was making, yet he still bolts. And, I mean, where is loyalty, I ask you, huh? Phil, I'm telling you, it, 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 it's driving coaches and administrators crazy because there is none. And I'll just leave you with this. If you're a South Carolina fan, if you're a Clemson fan, don't think it's just you. Everybody's being ravaged by this. There is no loyalty right now in college athletics. All right, you got it. We'll be right back. 